This is Sunday, May 16th. I'm Robert Walker, and welcome to the Honest Report podcast. As of the recording of this podcast, Israel is at war. Israel is at war with the terrorist groups Hamas and Islamic Jihad, who have launched many hundreds of rockets into Israel, indiscriminately firing them into population centers, schools, houses, and any other civilian targets they can possibly find. As of the recording of this podcast, 10 civilians have been murdered by Palestinian murder rockets, including a foreign worker from India, a five-year-old boy in Sterot, and a Muslim Arab father and daughter. Additionally, a 21-year-old IDF soldier was also killed by an IDF anti-IDF missile tank as he was in a military jeep near the Gaza border. And beyond the rocket and missile attacks, Jews have been attacked, lynched, and almost murdered in a campaign of anti-Semitic attempted murder across Israel, in addition to synagogues being burned to the ground in the mixed Arab Jewish city of Lod. But as listeners of The Honest Report know, As scary and as vicious as the -the on-the-ground war that Israel is facing certainly is, it is far from the only war that Israel must contend with. Israel must also fight against a war of misinformation. This, of course, is not just a war of rockets or of missiles. It is a war where images are also a potent weapon. Israel, like all countries, is not an island unto itself, which can ignore how it is perceived around the world. In fact, Israel is more vulnerable to international public opinion than almost any other country. Israel is a small country, modest in both population and physical area, with almost no natural resources to speak of. Its economy is dependent on the innovation of its people, and through international investment and trade, tourism plays a major role as well. It is surrounded by many hostile powers, including Syria, Iran, and Lebanon, just to name a few. In short, Israel is small and vulnerable, and it can use all the international support that it can find. Which brings us back to this current war Israel finds itself in with Hamas and Islamic Jihad. What's taken place over the last week and so has transpired seemingly overnight. And what's being shown in newspapers and on television and online is a far cry from how this conflict began just over a week ago. So let's unpack it. In the eastern Jerusalem neighborhood of Shimon Hatzadik, known in Arabic as Sheikh Jarrah, there was a small cluster of homes which were bought in the 1870s by two chief rabbis, Rabbi Avraham Eshkenazi and Rabbi Meir Orbach. It was then subsequently registered with the British mandatory government in 1946 by two Jewish organizations who then sold it to another Jewish group, Nachalat Shimon, in 2003. The current tenants, Arab families, have been refusing to pay rent to their landlords as well as engaging in illegal building, and so the owners took the tenants to district court which established that the Arab families were in fact subject to eviction. What happened next is a whirlwind. Essentially, a landlord-tenant dispute became an international flashpoint by simple virtue of the fact that it is taking place in Jerusalem and that Jews are being accused of land theft. And then, as if on cue, Islamist terrorist groups Hamas and Islamic Jihad, seeing an opportunity to showcase their leadership to the Islamic world, start firing rockets into Israeli cities, and here we are, with Israel facing full-blown conflict as a result. So if that's the real story, then what's the story that's being told around the world and here in Canada too? As the famous adage coined by Jonathan Swift, the 18th century satirist goes, a lie can travel halfway around the world while the truth is still putting on its shoes. One single image, in other words, tells the entire story. On Monday, as the riots were just beginning on the Temple Mount Plaza in Jerusalem of the scheduled evictions of the deadbeat tenants in Jerusalem, 
The Western Wall Plaza was filled with thousands of jubilant Israelis singing and dancing in celebration of Yom Yerushalayim or Jerusalem Day, which commemorates Israel's liberation of the Holy City from Jordanian occupation in 1967. A short while later, a group of Arab rioters began launching rocks and firecrackers onto the group of Israeli Jews in the Western Wall Plaza below. But one of the firecrackers was accidentally lobbed into a tree adjacent the Al-Aqsa Mosque on the Temple Mount, setting it ablaze in a truly surreal scene. And in one moment, a lie was born. An image of Jews singing and dancing while the Al-Aqsa Mosque was allegedly on fire made for an incredible storyline of Jews celebrating the destruction of a Muslim holy site. But of course, it was pure fiction. The mosque was never on fire. It was a tree. And the tree was never on, set on fire by Jews, but rather by Arabs who tried to kill Jews. And the Jews in the Temple Mount Plaza who were singing and dancing, well, that was well before the Arabs on the Temple Mount started rioting. The video and photos went viral primarily thanks to a social media post by member of Knesset Ayman Ode, a member of the Joint List Arab Party, who shared it with the caption, shocking. Before long, it was the photo that spread around the world and one which was used by anti-Israel voices on social media to bolster their claims that the battle in Jerusalem and beyond was really one of religiously motivated extremism by the Jewish state. This video is a horrifying testament to what Zionism has done to Judaism, wrote one Jewish commentator on Twitter. The Gravel Institute, a U.S.-based think tank, shared the video with the caption, quote, these are Israelis dancing and celebrating the burning of the Al-Aqsa compound, home to one of the most sacred sites in Islam. This, Israel, is not a country we should be supporting. While it soon became apparent that the photos and videos going viral were an extremely inaccurate representation of the reality on the ground, the damage was already done. The lie had already spread itself around the world, and the truth was now just putting on its shoes. Some images making the rounds on social media showcase the violence emanating from the Arab rioters in Jerusalem. As Honest Reporting Canada has discussed at length before, the anti-Israel and anti-Semitic violence perpetrated by Palestinians against Jewish and Israeli targets tend to look organic and spontaneous, but of course it is anything but. In reality, the Palestinian Authority in the West Bank and Hamas in the Gaza Strip have poisoned successive generations of their own people to hate not just Israel, but all Jews, and in the famous case of the 2000 Palestinian Intifada, even meticulously planned a quote-unquote spontaneous riot well in advance. In this round of violence, there was a growing number of images and videos specifically showing Arab rioters in the Temple Mount and in the Al-Aqsa Mosque specifically stockpiling huge amounts of giant rocks in preparation to be used against both Israeli police and Jewish worshippers in the Western Wall Plaza. These images show that in contradistinction to the claim made by anti-Israel activists that this war is one of Israeli oppression against innocent Palestinians and an assault on their religious freedom, then in fact Arab ter terrorists are cynically using their own holy sites as staging grounds for violent acts of terrorism against Israel, and the world media is lapping it all up. As is Israeli social media channels share videos of Hamas and Islamic Jihad rockets raining down on Israeli cities, pro-Palestinian social media outlets share videos and images of buildings in Gaza struck by IDF missiles. With each successive armed engagement between Israel and its armed opponents, social media becomes increasingly important and central. In the 2006 Lebanon war between Israel and Hezbollah, social media was in its infancy. But today, a decade and a half later, 
A picture is worth a thousand words, and they are telling the story at least as much, and perhaps even more than, journalists in the mainstream news media. In the past, the criticism could perhaps be made fairly of Israel that it did not understand fully the need for effective and powerful public diplomacy. And even when it did understand the need, the execution wasn't great. But Israel's ability to tell its own story has come a long way since the 2006 Lebanon War. Critics of Israel's ability in quote-unquote Hasbara, or PR if you will, typically point out how Israel is often portrayed as the instigator and a bully in a significant number of news stories. But such criticism doesn't really take into account the reality of Israel's war against misinformation. Israel's Hasbara efforts do not exist in a vacuum. They exist against an extraordinarily well-armed, well-funded, and well-manned campaign of disinformation against the Jewish state. Even the best publicity in the world would be hard-pressed to succeed regularly against such a campaign of hate. But there is no question that Israel understands the gravity of the situation it, that it finds itself in, both military, militarily and in the sphere of world opinion. On both counts, Israel is outmatched, outgunned, and outmaneuvered. It can only succeed and protect itself, not by sheer number or strength, but by agility and innovation. Just as Israel's strategy on the battlefield includes a heavy reliance on intelligence and technology, as exemplified in the Iron Dome batteries, its strategy in the battle for hearts and minds is just to share the truth, complicated as it is. Rather, this strategy has to be to find images and videos which tell the most gut-wrenching but extremely simple truth that is easy for anyone in the world to understand. That the war Israel finds itself now in is not just about Jerusalem, and it's certainly not about occupation or freedom of religion. Israel is in a war against those whose goal is only killing Jews. And that is today's edition of the Honest Report podcast. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to our alerts, subscribe to our podcasts, leave a review, and if you like what you heard, please make a donation to support our continued efforts. Simply go to www.honestreporting.ca slash donate. Until next time, thanks for listening.